another one. Another one. It's happening. Welcome to another another one podcast. Uh, are we all right, Simon? Got to pull finally, me Tory socks Once up. again, Simon's not ready, showing everyone his Tory white socks. Uh, we're joined this week. We've got Phil Ellis's second appearance. Hi everyone, Phil Ellis. <laughs> Phil Ellis from the viral clip from another one podcast. Oh yeah, that one when I was really angry and sad. <laughs> and we've got Adam Rowe, star of everything, mostly yeah. have a wear podcast. Yeah, He's brought, brought the merch. merch. He's brought his mates. more jumpers. I should have brought a funds and games. It's been weathered and worn. And the G's falling off. Why is, it a, why is it called another one? Has you, have you answered this yet? Yeah, probably just another one. Just another one. Another fucking one. Basically, we heard what you and Dan were making, and we were like, fuck me, we need to get some money. Yeah. yeah. How's that going? <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. We're to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, I paid 20 quid to come in. <laughs> I was on the train going, what the fuck am I doing? I wouldn't do this for a gig. <laughs> yeah, but like you said, what else are you going to do? Exactly. Well, yeah, I could be sad. Stop you being alone, don't it? I mean, I so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> one copper berg in the fridge. This is the budget that works. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta pass it round. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am drinkless. I know. I can't hear myself. I don't think I can hear myself today. It's for the best. Yeah, phones yeah. aren't we? We don't. Fair we don't enough. both need them anyway. All right, sound. Have you been anyway, Philip? I've been all right, thanks. Yeah, I've been good. Nice that was, way. That was really jarring for me, actually, hearing him <laughs> called Philip. I know, yeah. I didn't like I, I wonder you. Is that on the birth say? Is that on the birth certificate, Philip? Well, I assume so, yeah, because it's my name. They don't just put Phil. Two L's or one L? Two L's, uh, like Ooh. Schofield. Is it, He's is one it L. really, though? Because on your social media, it's all one L. That's because it? it's just Phil. Yeah, because yeah, because it's Phil. You don't do two you L's. You do two L's in Phil. Phil. Yeah, but then when you give me your email, it's like, oh, yeah, email me two L's, though. Yeah, because the one L had gone. Oh, right, so that's why it's two L's and an M. I didn't know this. And the, if you don't put the two L's, loads of emails keep going to an accountant in Leeds called Phil Ellis. <laughs> well, the, how's he getting on? <laughs> He's got a lot more work than me. <laughs> There's a, a fella who does the voiceover for a really famous Japanese anime thing called Adam Rowe. And if you go on like my stand up videos on YouTube, all the comments are like, can't believe this this guy manages to do the Japanese voice. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know whether those comments are from that anime or from listening to that one. <laughs> it would be funny if they're all your Patreons. <laughs> and when they find out, you just go, oh shit. Yeah, he, he, voiced, doing it. he voices someone called Daisuke. Yeah. Or Daisuke. Yeah. Have you ever tried watching it? <laughs> no. Oh, you definitely should, just to see what his work is like. I, I follow him on Twitter just to yeah. make sure he's not like taking any anything that was meant for me. <laughs> oh, in case yeah. he does what I, in case he's doing what I do. No, just in case like he retweets something like, "Oh, great to be invited to this thing today at Liverpool Football Club." I'll be like, "He's taking a fucking trip." <laughs> yeah, 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 and he's flown over for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just sat next to Dan one day. <laughs> Did you say flown over? I think he's English. Is he's not it? Japanese. Yeah, I was say, Adam There's not Rowe. a Japanese man called Adam Rowe. <laughs> R-O-E. R-O-E. Well, I don't know. He might be an expatriate. And maybe he filmed, maybe he records over there. So I thought maybe he's moved over there and they've gone, let's make this show a bit more westernised. And he's got some random Adam Rowe on. You see, what I like to do, obviously, there's a Rob Thomas who's the leading Matchbox 20. There's also a Rob Thomas who's involved in comedy. I know. I was no, no, not, not him. We'll speak about him. We'll talk about him in a minute. There's another Rob Thomas in America who wrote a hit comedy TV series 
So there's fucking two of them in America, and there's one cunt over here as well. Yeah, but it's a, a comedian called Rob it's Thomas. Not, it's not. It's, it's. I mean, Rob Thomas. Yeah, but you know what? You know what I Common used to You need to beat like a dart play. You need big Bob BT. Well, that's what. I, that's why I'm giving you a nickname. That's what you need. You'd be good. I, you should play darts. I was watching darts. You're having, just, you're just I was watching people. Yeah, there's that. But also, <laughs> all, all I, was, I was watching. <laughs> I was watching dart when darts players have beef on on stage. Yeah, like Adrian Lewis and Peter Wondart. Yeah. Uh, that's a great, he's great, Peter Manley. My like favourite bit, bit of darts is when um, really, I've never really watched it properly. The, the best great. bit is like when people are booing or like heckling a bit, yeah. Right? yeah. And then the, the the umpire, whatever the fuck his name is, the he referee, goes, uh, <laughs> ref, the ref, yeah, whatever, fucking <laughs> bloke in a suit, in it. and he goes, uh, uh, "Keep it down, ladies and gentlemen. Well, there's a very nice warm car park you could be sat, uh, stood in." And then everyone goes. Well, done. well said, well said. <laughs> he's like, he's fucking the smug look on his face. Like, fucking darts. I don't know ball. how they have beef. Like I have seen the videos and stuff. I used to watch Great. it. I love a bit of beef in the darts. Yeah, but like I, I used to watch it a lot because my dad used to play darts a lot. We, used, we always had a dartboard, and I was like growing up. But like, I like in footy. There's a bit of beef, like if a tackle's bad or like yeah. the referees miss something. In darts, they're not like yeah, they're yeah. jumping in each other's way. Oh. <laughs> oh. If you take your time, get your arrows out the board. That's yeah. that's, that's big. Yeah. If you're hovering around the board, just <laughs> taking them out the flow. That's Sending massive. I love the way, yeah, I love yeah, the way yeah. you you looked into the how you can be. Oh, well, just darts. sledging each other. Do you know what I mean? Behind I'm, behind each other, like cricket, like the wicket wicket. Um, did you see the one? I think, I think it was with Adrian Lewis. Was it last year? The year before? He's got where, beef with everyone. Though. He's been one of them. One of them got a cob on because the EQ, the other one a farting. <laughs> <laughs> he said he farted as I was trying to throw me down. The smell put me off. Oh, I'd, I'd win the fucking PDC World Championship, <laughs> me. That's just the best psych out ever. Just fucking. That's dirty, though, isn't it? Everyone in those rooms look like they fucking reek. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they oh, they wrong, you know? Like Rip. fat men who go to the pub. They use like a full bottle of aftershave. Oh yeah, yeah. Like they always smell lovely. No, they don't. They're, they're, they're masking that they're not showering. Yeah, yeah. No, no, we're masking. No, we're masking that we're sweating. Yeah, that's what we're masking. When you smell, yeah. when you can smell someone's aftershave when you're not in the vicinity, that you know when they just oh, that like pack of rabanne is just a thick smell of pack of rabanne. Like that, you, yeah. you, you, you're not showering. No, it's You've not. not it's not they're not showering. It's because they're sweaty, and they're yeah. always they're always paranoid as to whether the sweat smells. So they, I was, I was, I, well, you you jumped on then. I, uh, you went. It's because we you joined forces with I'm, all I'm these fatties. Well, right? I'm a fatty, aren't I? I'm a, yeah, well, I'm a fatty who goes to pub. Yeah, but yet you are ashamed of it because you've already told us one. You've sat there for a reason for the angle. Yeah, of the camera. <laughs> Let's get into you're this. Wearing black, so it like so. Don't now pretend to be at one with your fat brethren because you're ashamed <laughs> of your clan. <laughs> are you trying to call me an Uncle Tom for fat people? I think so. I don't know what that means, but right. well, there's most, most fat people are ashamed of themselves. Like most of them, are they though? Yeah. In fact, I'd go as far to say all of them. It's getting a bit political, this isn't it? <laughs> no, I'm not. Yeah, I haven't got a problem one. with weight people. I'm not my entire weight people. <laughs> weight people. <laughs> <laughs> I've now, yeah, no, it sounds like a really shit doctor who <laughs> the, the weight people. Oh no, the weight people. I fucking hate them weighties. Ironically, they can't wait for the next <laughs> minute. Uh, no, um, I have got a problem with what my, a lot of my family are very overweight. I think be who you want to be. Right. Before we go any further, also <laughs> I've got no problem with anything. Yeah, that that, at, that, at that, that that is what that is what most people believe. Be who you want to be. Well, f- Fat people don't want to be fat people. <laughs> they just can't help it. 
Yeah. Trust me, yeah. this is from a this is from someone whose weight goes up and down constantly. I am disgusted with my body, mm. and I'm just, like, and it's awful. And mm. you, but you know what? I I I like food more than I hate yeah. the body. That's all it is. Yeah. That's all it is. With the, and See, anyone like who says any way. difference is lying I to themselves and their followers. I prefer a double sausage muffin more than I hate the little pouch I have underneath my belt. I love yeah, it. but there's that one moment, that one moment when you wake up and you're really upset about it. Oh, yeah. Like and today. that's really low. Like, them muffins give you a little bit of happy, but you're never overjoyed no. at <laughs> no, one it's, muffin. It's, to- it's totally self-sabotage and long-term yeah. detrimental. Like, when, when, when you put a T-shirt on, and it's it's just, so sad. Yeah, and you've had it on four. That's why I lost a bit. Yeah. And it's just a little bit, a little bit up. Oh, so we, well, like, what, like, like what's going to happen to me this week, which is probably yeah. you'll you'll see this in about four weeks time or something. We've put our, I put a pod out. I we I just got back from Benidorm, yeah. so obviously Sam and I done fuck all for the week. So like he's like, well, if he's away, I'm not bothering. So I hasn't booked any guests, nothing like that. So I come back. Yeah, because like, I wanted to have you all to myself after that after that trip away. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to have a proper catch up with you, lads. <laughs> I'd share you with two guests. So I come back from bed. I'm, I'm I'm hungover. I'm tired. I just put on whatever was clean. I'm sitting there the whole time, just fucking belly out like this. Just like that. Tangoing. Just tangoing. Not once did you tell me you're selfish prick. Well, yeah, but don't blame me. I was just, I've, I've, I'm, what do you want me to do going, uh, what What are you going to do? Pull if it I, down. Change the way I'm sitting. What, like your mate did when you were scrapping in Subway? I was going to be sitting here doing this to you, the old show. Yeah, yeah. Put a sheet on you like you did. <laughs> <laughs> you have to get a cushion in front of you or something. I would have put a cushion in front of you if you told me. Well, it had to happen now, and I, quite, I think, I think it's quite charming. Worse. Yeah, like a little nan sitting there, <laughs> covering your covering your pouch. I think it looks charming anyway. Charming. You know, I think it works. You know, we talk about Benidorm and lads holidays. You're sitting there with your with like your belly fuck, out, like a fucking disgrace. And then you're on the Daily Mail and everything. <laughs> Should yeah. just put a whistle in it. <laughs> I don't know something to do with Benidorm night clubbing whistles. Why don't you write to us? <laughs> what did that mean? Oh, it was a good attempt, Phil. Now I think they're shoving stuff in a belly. The, sign, <laughs> the signs of a man who's never been on the lads' holiday. There. I've never been on. I haven't been on holiday for sixteen years. <laughs> I went to Benidorm for two nights. How was that? How long were you meant to go for? I was just for two. Um, oh. uh, not to name drop, but my friend Johnny flew me. He was filming Benidorm. Michael, and he flew me <laughs> out for two nights to work on something. And did, did you? And it rained, it? and then I just went home. And I bought, went to Primark especially and got loads of flip-flops and stuff. And loads of flip-flops? Loads of flip-flops. <laughs> 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 I'm, re- I'm ready, Johnny. I've got 27 <laughs> pairs of flip-flops. This is enough. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my day flops, my night flops. <laughs> I've got 25 dolphins, inflatable ones coming. <laughs> what more do I need? <laughs> oh. That was last time I went abroad, yeah. Oh, I didn't go abroad much as a child. So I've only just started going abroad <laughs> the past few years. Berlin twice in a year. Like I've been to four places and two of them are Berlin. <laughs> <laughs> what were your childhood holidays then? <laughs> Rill and Prestatton. Just down the road. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the street. <laughs> like my street. Um yeah, Real Prestatton, I mean Nans. Yeah, we, we, we just didn't ever go abroad. We just <laughs> my mum and dad just never had any fucking money. And uh, when they did have it, they spent it on more vodka. <laughs> <laughs> Like, we, we just didn't go. And then I've started going the past few years. And I was shit scared of flying because of it. Yeah. Because you'd never been on a plane. 
it, I just think you need to get used to it. Do you know what I mean? Right. You you're not trained at all, and then when you're sort of first exposure to flight is as an adult and you can fucking think about what's going on. Yeah. It's actually terrifying yeah. when you haven't just got used to it. Oh, you get on the thing and it takes you where you're going. When you're actually looking at like the fucking wings and like- How's that getting in the air? Yeah. Should have gone to the arcade and played some of those old games like Afterburner on the planes. I still don't know how it works to this day. Like flight. Catches the air, doesn't it? And lifts it. I shouldn't be talking about flight, but Why have a go. No, but as anything? it goes, doesn't it catch the air and then it lifts it up and then it- How? Wow. That's what I mean. I know, I know that like it's sort of- yeah, you know, I think what you just explained is a kite. That's basically yeah, I'll go with that. You think a plane works the same Big as a kite? Yeah, it catches the air and then it lifts Why it. Why would it have propellers to push it forward? Yeah, but you don't the mate runway running with it. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> Get off you! Have a good time in Benidorm. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck it! <laughs> no, I've never really bothered looking into. I've never been scared of it. I think you're going on it. You fuck it. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah, because you've gone on as a kid, same as me. That's why. That's what he's trying to say. Do you reckon that matters? Yeah, it's the same reason that like people don't just magically become religious normally when they're adults because <laughs> they go, "Hang on, no, that, none of that but, makes fucking sense." I, I was saying yeah. this Unless about you've done something awful. Going, yeah, you need a reason to become yeah. religious. Yeah, but when I was saying when I was going down to get surgery and that, and you get yeah. put to sleep, it's the same as that. It's like it's in, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. If I get put down now and I don't wake up, it's, it's happening. It doesn't. So I think it's similar to going being put to sleep for an operation. It's just like yeah, it's out of my control. This just do what you. Yeah, see, want. I'm the total opposite of that. Like I, I you genuinely, I've got, I, I've got no experience. I've never like looked into like being anything to do with like in flights. But I would, even though I'm not qualified, I would feel more comfortable flying if I was the pilot. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Just because I, just because it's in my hands. Just be right. able to sit and sit in the cockpit. I just want to watch what you're you doing see, to make sure you're doing it properly. Yeah, yeah. I'd be more inclined to work out how I'm going to survive the crash landing and thinking just as it hits, I'm going to do the jump, jump. and then, <laughs> and then, and then, I'll, and then I'll be fine working out how I'm going to survive the crash landing. And then you just, you just start playing Lost in your head. I don't like know. I, I'll never die in a plane crash. I'll I had a conspiracy. You know, like they make you put your seatbelt on on a plane, which is yeah. obviously like no in, insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so stupid. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Belt. I yeah. heard it's so that as they, it's going that get your belt on. <laughs> it's so it keeps you in your seat, so they, so they know, know who was sat are, in that yeah. seat, so they know how to identify that body. Yeah. Well, that, that's th- the chat. Have you seen the film Flight, the Denzel Washington yeah. one? Yeah, great oh, film. It's great. But it's, uh, it's when you don't put your seatbelt in, they, they turn and they flip it, and then she cracks her head open on the thing. Yeah. So right. you, so you think that when the plane's going down, the seatbelts lock, and they go like, no, oh, you no, can't get out now. So you put it on, so when you hit the ground and die, do you know whose body's whose and what seat? It's like, that's 27C. That was uh, John Robertson. Right. Sorry, John. Yeah, <laughs> shout out John Robertson out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. Surely, the, surely the crash landing would dislodge you from your seat. I don't think it's a perfect but you'd be system. In, you, yeah, it's not. I don't think it's perfect. And I had another thing, which was, I don't think anybody gives a shit. I think they just make it up. <laughs> <laughs> they just turn up at this absolute fucking wreck in the middle of the ocean and go, "Oh yeah, just said that this guy died." Yeah, they, they all, they're all dead. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, yeah. all of them. The, yeah. the anyway. brace position oh, is apparently to uh, the brace position <laughs> kill you to, yeah. to, to snap your neck and kill you instantly. so that they don't get any insurance claims from people who just about oh, survived. so you insurance right. claims? <laughs> I thought what you were in pain. That's no insurance claim. Yeah. So basically you're saying that yeah, everything they, the plane safety is just designed to kill you and make you unidentifiable. Yeah, but they'd have to still pay insurance to the families anyway, wouldn't they? 
Yeah. No, apparently yeah. not. Not Ryanair. <laughs> no, yeah, no, yeah. If you you have to pay them. I'm going to be honest, Phil. It's as far as my research into this went. Someone told me it, and I like the idea of it. So that sounds just repeated it forever. Sounds about right. That yeah. There's loads of conspiracy theorists that are in comedy at the minute. It's great. Since this, I love it. It's just they've all gone in fucking insane. I'm I fucking it. I love a conspiracy theory, but it's getting too much now. I, lo- I want them all to be real because the world's more interesting if they are. It's, it's yeah. like, like I don't, I don't necessarily, I like telling people I believe them because I like watching yeah. their heads fall. I don't really. Mm. I mean, the Pizzagate one's real, obviously, but apart from that, like, I think, you <laughs> What's know. What's Pizzagate? There's a oh, pizza gaff in Washington, D.C., and if you go in and ask for a specific pizza, they take you downstairs and let you bum some kids. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you not know about that? I thought you were going to say they had an offer on or it's something. Called, <laughs> <laughs> it's I mean, called, you get three pizzas for the price of one if you go in there. Yeah. Isn't it called a galactic pizza or something like that? I don't know. I don't want to know. Yeah, it was like, it was like I a dead cool um, space name. Yeah. And you went in and certain pizzas meant you were ordering certain children. And then the same Christ. thing was happening. It wasn't DFS, but like, say the American... DFS. <laughs> <laughs> say you met- go in and play full yeah. price yeah, for yeah, the sofa. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No one's a deal. <laughs> so is this one full price? <laughs> <laughs> Follow me to the warehouse. <laughs> so the American Niall, ver- <laughs> get your kegs down. <laughs> the American version of DFS. For a while, there was conspiracy. All their furniture was oh, named Wayfair. after kids. You mean Wayfair? Wayfair, then. Yeah, yeah, I know this All one, yeah. their furniture was named after kids that have gone missing. Shout out Wayfair. So they had, like, wardrobes for 60 grand. And, yeah. if you, and if you bought a Jennifer wardrobe for 60 grand, you were buying Jennifer, the kid who'd gone missing. Oh, my God. Yeah. What the fuck's going on at Ikea, then, with clothes? <laughs> <laughs> what have I bought? Hemnes. <laughs> I bought those of He's some Argentinian child. Yeah, yeah. For 100 Weird. quid TV stand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if, I order, if I order a certain futon, am I going to get some Swedish kids there? It's <laughs> <laughs> not very practical, but come in. What it, what, what it is with Ikea, if you pay for them to put it up, <laughs> they bring the kid. They don't oh bring the furniture. God. They just bring a kid. Yeah, that's why no one. Could. Oh, I don't. I don't want these things. I mean, the ones about everyone being lizards. I don't want all these fucking <laughs> paedophile rings. Oh, it's the lizards that are doing it. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're the ones in charge. Oh, of it it's all so good. There's never any nice conspiracies, though, is there? Like you know. Well, it wouldn't need to be a conspiracy. Well, it would, it's nice. Well, it'd be, be nice. Be they're getting away with shit in it. I don't know that everyone in the uh, everyone in um, that these kids are uh, all fine. The Tory government. Um, like puppies, <laughs> I don't know. I can't think of a nice. Oh, Hitler liked puppies, didn't he? Was, was that a conspiracy or not? He did, and cake. He liked cake. He bloody loved cake. <laughs> yeah, especially in the last days of panic. Don't you know, get him started on the war. He's a fucking joke. He's outrageous. He just as before we carry on, he's a sociopath. And what I, like, a sociopath. No, right, listen. I rang him up, and within five minutes. He said, oh, I really like World War Two," And then he spoke to me for 35 minutes. With, I, I didn't say a word. I muted him. I sent some invoices. I had something to eat. I went to the toilet. He's there. He spoke about Stalingrad for 35 minutes without me even saying anything. It's then, then, Then you sent me a video clip of you performing stand-up. And then you said, I'm tired. I'm going to bed. <laughs> Sounds about right. No, but, no, I, no, no, no. He rings me, right? 1 a.m., is is it a good time to call now, mate? And I like, want to ring it when it's inconvenient for you. So the other night, I said you got five minutes. He was on for forty-five, and the yeah. way because the way he talks. Have you ever had a conversation with Simon? Yeah, it's yeah. horrific. We were talking about this. So I'll go. 
Oh, uh, he said, so what have you been up to? And I go, oh, I went to the shops yesterday and I bought some ham and then I went home and made a sandwich. So this conversation in your GCSE French. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Say it in French. <laughs> Don's the little. Sad thing is, my life isn't even that interesting. And then he'll go, All oh, right, so you went to the shop and you bought what, ham. What, what go, shop yeah, was it? What shop was it? And I go, It doesn't matter, I just bought some ham. Go, right, so let me just get this straight. Yeah, I need to so know. You went to the shop labels. on your feet. You go, Yeah, you bought ham. Did you pay with cash? <laughs> yeah, no, I used a yeah. card. Right, okay, so you've walked to the shop, you bought ham. <laughs> You've paid with a card. You've did you walk home? I go, yeah, of course, I walked home. All right, so okay, so you went to the shop. You bought some ham. Yeah. You pa- that's what it's like. It goes on for an hour. Takes an hour. <laughs> yeah, that is what you're like. Yeah, I know. I watched back our podcast of the one me and you are on before before it comes out tomorrow, and I was telling a story from Benidorm, and you went. So is this this the first day? And I'm going, no, it's the second day. Okay, so what did you do the first? Like, so so you're yeah, in the second. I don't really the listen day now, is very it? well. The second day. Like, I'm not a matter? great listener. It's just a story. It's I'm not like a great Columbo's fucking with people at the end, <laughs> you know, trying to get him to confess. It's like you're trying to find, find a little hole in my story. All right, then I'll try and not ask questions as much. <laughs> That's good. It's it it something I seen last night, right? We spoke about it today on, a, on our show. So, what you, you got a show, yeah? Got a show, it's called Have a Word. Uh, you know the Hitler thing you mentioned before, right? Yeah. So, which you know, one, when, like, which one? Right. <laughs> which part, which Hitler one? Just the fact that he was brought up. Right. <laughs> so, you know, sometimes people will give you like a thing where it's like, if you could time travel, what would, would you, you kill baby to, Hitler? W- would you kill baby Hitler? Or like yeah. people will say, if I could go back in time and do one thing, it'd be kill Hitler, right? Yeah. As a baby. So, if that happened, yeah, to us in our era, that person's a hero because they've gone back in time and killed baby Hitler and stopped. Yeah. All the atrocities, but to the people in Hitler's time, someone's just turned up and killed a baby. Oh, yeah, right? They don't know what he's gonna become yet, right? Is your next question would you go to prison for killing a baby or save six million Jews? No, 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 here's, here's the thing. So, someone said, What if time travel has actually been invented and everyone who's just like randomly killed children yeah. in history? They've actually come back from the future. Not a bad defence. <laughs> I was thinking that myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking as soon as you we said all that, think they're thought, assholes, yeah. but they're actually <laughs> fucking uh, shout out Jeff Dahmer. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, he was he wasn't a child killer though. Was John he? He was Wayne just, Gacy was yeah. the bravest man. <laughs> Fred and Rose West. Surely they, they were child. No, killers. but surely if you'd only do one, you wouldn't be a serial killer. Like. What's the odds on every evil person coming from What if they could only make one time machine and we're well, like, look, you're going to have to do them all. It'll probably be just <laughs> insanity, yeah, yeah. isn't it, then? Yeah. And then you get away with it. Go, um, he's, This man is insane. He thinks he's doing God's work by killing these these newborns. Why people invented the time time machine? You can only go backwards. Why is no one like getting back in it and coming back? So what are you doing? In, well, because no, none of us know what the world is forward, do we? So we can't go, what would yeah, you but do? Yeah, but what he's, what he's just said is everyone who's gone back has been a hero. And they were all just killing evil kids. Why have none of them got back in the machine and gone for? Why is every who's getting the machine that can only go backwards? Yeah, but and why are the only good people that have the time machine? What if some evil people went? What if actually they do exist? But someone went, hey, I'd love to go back in time and make Hitler. That's <laughs> <laughs> what happened. And Hitler was a lovely lad having a great. What if it, yeah, what if it turned out painting? Hitler was painting. <laughs> and go, that's a lovely painting, but. Uh, Oh, if a Jew came over and ruined it, wouldn't it? <laughs> like, oh, that's a good point. Someone went back and just worried about that. <laughs> yeah, this nice man is yeah. then led on a horrible journey and just becomes the uh, leader of the Third Reich. 
Yeah. Hitler was great till someone come back in time and shot off one of his balls. Yeah. And then he turned to a right bastard. Yeah, it would be interesting to know, you know, obviously when he's like six, seven and eight, he's probably not thinking about the Holocaust then, was he? <laughs> Mm. So it's interesting you, to know what like the event was. So anyway, oh fuck off! And he just and he lost well, it's it because he was in World War One. Here we go. He Come on, cross. And, yes, uh, the world. Yes, and he was just a very angry, bitter. And as Germany was then, it was totally <laughs> too. It was a deep depression. Are you a proper war, aren't you? Oh yeah, like, he is, yeah. Like that's it. We can all shut up shop now war. for the next thirty <laughs> minutes. Do we? I mentioned this last time, but this is my f- Norm Macdonald said yeah. something really funny about it when he went he said yeah you know when they go if you go back and kill Hitler as a kid he goes I'd just be worried that I'd just fall into the trance of him you know like, <laughs> I'd just look into his baby eyes and go god he's just so fucking engaging he's <laughs> become a fan the thing is you know what I always get with this like when people go well, you can go back and kill Hitler why don't you just go back and raise him just like take him yeah, off his mark I mean. yeah, make him a better person yeah why has no one got any confidence in their own parenting ability? Well, it might not be that. It's just that what was the event that happened? You know, did he get? Did he just think, oh, I'm... Series of events. Yeah. But they did that brilliant <laughs> film. <laughs> look, look, I'm starting. Series of events, Simon. Series of events. Come on, There's he knows it all. a film called Downfall, German film, about yeah. the last few days of Hitler in the bunker. It's a brilliant film. And then everyone got very angry because they all went, oh, but you've made him, you've humanised Hitler. You've made him a guy who's quite nice to kids. And I went... Everyone went, yeah, but he was a. He, it wasn't like he didn't walk around with horns going, ah, he got to do evil. And that's the problem. We all think this evil child sat there, is, and it's not. People just become bad. What you know, a great guy he was. Born then. bad. Misunderstood. No, that's not the. I'm saying he was bad, <laughs> but he wasn't born bad, was he? I don't know. Things happen. That's what I mean. Do you bad. know what happened to him? Rosemary's fucking baby, is it? Do you when like the, the idea that devil comes born out. evil? No, I don't think anyone's born it's evil, are they? So now I'm asking you. It's like when people blame the background for why they're a cunt. It's like, really? Because like my dad had a really bad, he was an orphan and everything, and he's a great guy. Yes, he's shot baboons, and yes, he did beat <laughs> a shark to death with a hammer mm. once, but he's a good man. You you lead your own, you make your own way. It was a tough day in the zoo, wasn't it? It was. It's a horrific story. I'll never, never, never tell it. But, um, <laughs> yeah, you just, bec- I don't know. But life, obviously. But I watched an interview it. with a serial killer called Richard Klitinski, the Iceman, he was called. And then some psychologist said something about how, like, F1 drivers have a similar thing to what serial killers have. It's just how they harness that, that the upbringing will affect which way they go. So they're both the fearless. Right. So, like, they're fearless in so much as the way they act. is like this Klitinski yeah. fella didn't give a fuck about killing people. Mm, here comes Ed Gein on the other side. Like, he's taking over Dharma. Yeah, yeah, so he, there's one story that, because they were asking him how he felt about what he did to this. One of the, the uh, these this mafia boss wanted yeah. this guy to suffer. So they said, yeah. we want him to die a horrible death. So, all right, sound. So he, he bundled them up in the car, went into a cave, tied them yeah. up, and put a video the camera smile on, on your face while you're telling this story. Put, is... put a video camera on this guy. Yeah. And basically just filmed him being eaten by rats over a period of weeks. <coughs> and that was the way he killed him. And then the guy was into him, what, how do you feel about the fact? He was like, nothing. He just didn't feel anything towards it. He wasn't, he was just uh, like that. And then the guy was saying, basically, like, there's, like he's fearless in so much yeah. as like, he's just not bothered, but it's gone the, the wrong way. Sometimes I have a worry that I'm a psychopath. Because I feel like that about Yeah, but then an- a psychopath animals. wouldn't be worried about that. About animals? Yeah, I genuinely could not care less about any animal ever. Yeah, it's a standard one, though, isn't it? When the kid's just har- harming animals, swinging a cat into a wall. No, and but I, 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 yeah, 
I would never do that. But I also, you told me that story. I wouldn't suddenly feel sorry for the cat. I just do not care about animals. That's so fucking weird. Yeah, it is weird. That's, that's, I mean. that's how psychos start, isn't it? Start yeah. a cat. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Fires, I would never hurt an, an, I would never hurt an animal, but I also do not care. You tell me there's a when an animal cute. gets hurt. If you ran over a cat, you'd feel no guilt. No, I've ran over three cats on purpose. No, no. I'm always accidentally. I told you about the taxi driver, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> who went on the radio after running the rabbit over and went taxi driver one rabbit nil, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, this guy's nuts. Yeah. I, 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 I was you. telling a friend I'd run over because I'd. Driving back from gigs and things, obviously mm. you hit some. I used to live in Cheshire, so you go down the little <laughs> control. You hit stuff, don't you? You don't want to. Uh, hedgehogs are my <laughs> favourite, but as soon as you run over a hedgehog, you go, oh, and you just hear it flump. Like that. And I was saying, oh, God, yeah, I've killed a hedgehog, a rabbit, uh, a cat, which was awful. I went looking for it. I went a badger. And my friend honestly went, oh, all at the same time. Plow <laughs> 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 well, through the animals are farthing wood. Follow all crossing the road together. Yes, I do. Like a yeah. Disney film. I just fucking. I I ran I over think. a cat once on a main road. Had a fair in, so I carried on the fair, dropped it off, and was driving back past it. And these three like students who were finishing the night out, pissed, had gone and picked it up in the middle of the road. And they were holding it, like covered in blood. Uh-huh. And I was like, "He's all right." And like, yeah, this poor cat's been run over. I was like, oh no. And it's kind of <laughs> <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> Just like but it wasn't my fault. Like I didn't like the cat ran in the middle of the road. Right, yeah. That's hmm. I feel like I'm coming across terribly on this podcast now, which is my podcast. So. I don't know, apparently I love Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> which I do not. Bad guy. Um no, I don't feel it. Um if I killed it, if I ran over a cat, I think I'd be a bit I don't know what I'd do. I think if... if, if would, you, would you stop? <laughs> no. That's a no. Yeah, because you'd I would... You'd stop, wouldn't you? Yeah. You like animals, you'd stop. And do what? What? What would you do? Say if it's got a collar or something. Give them a bell. Would you Would you tell them? Listen, yeah. I've just killed your cat. Yeah. Would you? What would you do if it was like... Surely that's more psychopathic uh, than me leaving. No, I wouldn't like... It wouldn't be like... Hey, <laughs> 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 look. got to send it the collar in the post covered in blood, is it? <laughs> Hey, love. Selfies. Why don't you know where your cat is right now? I'd just be like, look, your cat's dead. (laughs) Cat's gone. Yeah, cat's dead. Uh, Look, I wish I could have saved it, but, you know, it's dead. I was texting. I didn't (laughs) see it. (laughs) (laughs) It is where it is. You 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 wouldn't drop it it off. Not getting your car If I'm driving, I'm probably on the way to a gig. I'm already late. I might look, love. (laughs) I've got nothing. I'm just a tonic in 25 minutes. (laughs) Yeah, that's You're going to have to come and get your cat. Like... I would tell them. If, if it had a collar, I'd absolutely tell them, yeah. What would you do? You'd run over the cat mm. and bits are hanging out and yeah. it's like going, kill me. Oh, kill. You can tell. Run it back right. over. Would you? I'd be gutted that I've killed a talking cat. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the money you'd have made with that cat. Yeah. Garfield. Yeah. But um, if you get sick, Imagine that for a guest I'd have a word. It's just begging for death. Would you? Yeah, I'd kill it, yeah. To, to, like, because yeah. I think that's the most humane thing to do. Yeah, it's a, yeah. is to just get a brick and cave its head in. Oh, you wouldn't just Wait. run over it again? No, 
<laughs> you cave its head in with a brick. <laughs> so rather get in your car, just drive over the well, just a you go looking video for a brick. Just kicking this cat to death and ringing its owner going, your cat's dead. I'm really I sorry. I couldn't uh, save it, but I just thought it was best to just stomp its fucking head in. Yeah. Listen, listen, do you want this brick with it or not? Yeah, like you'd feel like I'd feel horrendous about it, but yeah, yeah. you just want it to be over as soon as possible. I yeah, think I'd I just suppress that. the memory and just drive on and like it never happened. That's exactly what I did. I'd yeah. be too upset to see the pain that I've caused this family that I've now ringing them up. I would and just they'd have me No, but what you're gonna just ring them, them up? <laughs> yeah. But then you so you ring, oh you're ringing them and just going your cat's dead. It's on hey. this road. Yeah. See you later. He's yeah. had he's had them on WhatsApp. Look at the profile. Yeah, I'm not going the funeral. <laughs> Would you, Adam, 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 I'm not ringing yeah. them. Adam would like to say a few words. Now. <laughs> <laughs> it's really awkward speech about the cat. Yeah, I'd just ring them and let them know. Be like, look, you know, that's probably the right happened. thing to do. Yeah, yeah. But I like don't right think I'd do. do. I don't. I think I'd just move on. Yeah. Well, let's move. When I done it, I've only really knocked over one cat. The three cats was a, was a brag. Oh, I look at them now, <laughs> fucking shit house. But when I when I done it, it was like three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I you just got to leave. Imagine ringing someone up for you. Listen, cat's dead. What do you do if you hit a human? Um, <laughs> look for a collar. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I Rob have, his wallet and just. I've hit one human once. Really? Yeah. What What happened? Um, well, I was driving out to this junction, and this fella was walking down, and he was walking down towards the lights. So he showed no indication he was going to cross the road, and you know he got to like drive past. The roads that are going one way, you want to go right, say the, the, the roads going left. Yeah. So I'm to go over two lanes to go to that lane. So I've looked, nothing's coming, turned right into the road. And he decided to just cross the road at that point because he'd looked, but hadn't looked at me. So as I come into the road, he was just there and I've just gone and hit him. And it was a Somal fella, he just fell over and hit himself. Oh. He hit himself. You ran him over. Yeah, yeah. He hurt himself. <laughs> <laughs> he hurt himself on the floor. <laughs> him on that floor and had a fall. Did anyone out. see it? What? Did any, was it like, I had someone in the back again. So what? did you get out and help him up? Or did you get yeah, out? Well, of course I got out and helped him. We called an ambulance for him. Um, the police, Some police turned up, cut the roads off and all that. Police said, oh, he, he, he admitted like he, had, he hadn't looked properly. He just, fought, he just saw an empty road and went for it. Oh, and like yeah. I, I said, well, I did look, but he showed no indication of crossing and all that. And then, um, yeah, and then... <laughs> what else have you done? And the worst, do you know the, the worst part of that story, the second part of it? You saw him. No, he was dead nice to me. He was lovely. I um, helped him out. He was like, oh, you, you're great, mate. Thanks for everything you've done and all that. Honestly, no, don't worry about it. Um, it was my fault, blah, blah, blah. So don't worry about it. And then like, two, two weeks later, basically the police officer told us, Kids had got in, got into him, like when he when he got out when he got, he got home, his kids got into him, going make a claim, and he's like, oh, I don't need to, and his kids had convinced him to make a claim, and I obviously shit myself, but my taxi insurance turning up, got going mm. up too high, so I went to his house. <laughs> I, I went to well, he was lived in a care home. I went to his, <laughs> I went, I went oh to his God. his elderly home to knock on his door to go. Are you doing that, mate? Like you, you told me everything, everything, everything was great, and then he got dead scared because I'd turned up at his house. Care and like care and just like oh, leave me alone and that. So I did. I wasn't like gonna bully him, but then like just like this, this, this story's got worse. Cat killing. So what happened? Yeah, what, what happened? What happened? He made the claim, got a lucky scooter out of it, and my insurance went up by five hundred quid a, a year. 
Fucking rat. That's ju- that's what pisses me off. Like, <laughs> because one, it was weird you went to the old people's home trying to be an old man. How well, did you know what home well, he was in? <laughs> yeah, yeah. King of Bootle Island. <laughs> My God. But he told me he was in that home and someone in the home told me where he lived. Like, you know, our people are dick, aren't they? So I bounced, <laughs> I bounced in the home going, oh, do you know where so-and-so is? And they're going, oh, yeah, he's number 48, eh? I just bounced up to 48, eh? It's not a word. But I just thought I could go and, like, go... I helped you out, mate. Like you're gonna put me out of business and all that. And he just got dead scared because he obviously felt guilty about it. It was all his kids' fucking fault. I think stuff like that when people claim think that if you actually went and spoke to them properly, they probably go, "Oh yeah, yeah, fair enough." But families and well, that's what I went to do. And like he he said to me, "Lawyers get involved." I'm not claiming it wasn't. It was my fault. And then his kids had obviously gone. Fucking hell, Dad, there's like little oldie there for us there. Bro, I'm turning up with the cat. This is what you could have won. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen. Gotta be in you, lad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's got a collar. I know where she lives. That's one of fucking three. But she's three. outside your... <laughs> That's the good one. That's the good pelt, that. Just putting the cat in the bed with him. So what would you do, Phil, if you ran over a cat? A cat. If I ran over a cat? That had a collar on. I have run over a cat. With have a collar on? But I no, but I couldn't find it. Crawled off somewhere to die, but I was uh, I was looking for it, you know. How slow were you if a cat could crawl off after you've hit you it? ran a cat over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was still fast. It immediately you. was like into the bushes. Well, I, th- I hit it. it would have died with a bit of dignity. But I went looking for it. But I didn't look that much. But I was like, oh. Did you wind your window down? Is that is that as much? <laughs> well, when I killed a badger, it was fucking horrific. It was like middle of the night. It's like, I know what you did last summer. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it just went, I was in a cinquento. Driving it down, do, 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 and then it's just badger. And I, funny enough, in the day, I'd been driving, and I was like, and I said to my partner, I went, I never see any good wildlife, do it. It's always just fucking <laughs> rabbits. And then on the way back, I went, ah, oh, badger! And he just, it was a really shit manky one had come out, and he's like, mm-hmm. I think they're all like that, really. Buff, right in the middle. And it cost 500 quid for the radiator to be done. But I thought there was blood everywhere, because it was like, fog and everything. But it crawled off somewhere to die. So I hope at least I gave it brain damage, 500 quid. I hope it had no quality of life if it did live. <laughs> Got me fucking money's worth out of that badger. Fucking screaming at Ratty and Moly. Ah, get the fuck out. But now how, I- was the, um, how was the Apollo record? Are we allowed to talk about that? Such a weird turn. Yeah. So dead badgers. Dead uh, badgers, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah it's a good Tower roll, tower roll. So we've gone on from cat killing. Now we we'll talk about the Apollo. killing, isn't there, yeah. Hell. A lot of, did yeah. you kill it at the Apollo? Funnily enough, that cat I ran over was called the Apollo. <laughs> so <laughs> it was uh, it was great. So I wrote a routine. So it's going to go out on the fifteenth of December. So I imagine this will be out before that. So do watch yeah. it if you if you are into your comedy. Um, I wrote a routine specifically for it about GPs, receptionists, and going to the doctor. Oh, you did it at customs house, didn't you? Yeah. So. That routine sort of, okay, I got it properly ready. And I did, as a backup, me Victoria's Secret trans <laughs> and fat model routine. So how long did you film for? So 20. you meant to do 20, but the, you're told 25 is acceptable. Right. And I did like 27. Yeah. I was on last, though. There was yeah. no one after me. Um, But the doctor routine was like 16 minutes. And they, they do two Big edits. gamble. Huh? Big gamble, innit? Well, they... It, it just became that long through writing it and adding right. ad-libs and extras in. So they, they do two edits for Live of the Apollo. There's a seven-minute edit and a 12. And basically, my agent rang me last week and was like, they can't get that routine into either mm. of the edits because it's it's too long and he doesn't want to butcher it. Did they not tell you that before you did it? That 
Well, he'd seen it like a month before, before it had become that long. So when he first seen it, it was like 14 minutes and you can get that down to 12 or whatever. Yeah. But it just, it become too... And I'll be honest, so they're using the Victoria's Secret routine, which I've already put out on my... So my people who are like fans of my stuff, we'll I've already see. seen what's yeah. going to be on the Apollo, which I didn't want. The reason I wrote a new routine for it, because in me, I was like, I want people who like me to watch it and get something new from it. But they're not going to get that now. Um, but I'm happy with it. Like the Victoria's Secret routine went really well. And what I'm really happy with, the Doctor routine is now about 20 to 22 minutes in, in its full <laughs> length. Still do it. And I've got a third of a tour show yeah. ready to go. Right. But everyone... So none of it is, mate. None of that routine is in the. No. Uh, so how long? So it'll be what? Um, so it's still like, is it about 12? Do you say 12 minutes? 12, yeah, 12 so minutes and 7 minutes. So there won't be much cut out from. Because I started with my old Primark jacket joke. Yeah. And my homeless bit. So that that's the first two or three minutes. Right. And then th the other bit is about so Victoria's Secret. The Victoria's Secret bit is, is brilliant, though. So you're not sort of happy that you'd, like some of your best bit gets out there. Like, not, not, not that your doctor's bit isn't good, but you know what I mean? It's like, the, like, the, like with me, if there's any bit to go out, you want out, you probably want to be the bread bit, you know what I mean? Because like... The, the, the only concern I've got is the Victoria's Secret routine. For those, uh, You can go and watch it if you want. It's already on YouTube on the Club Comics, and it's on its own video on YouTube as well. Yeah. You can find it on my channel. Um, my only concern with it, and this was always my concern with, because I was, I was told I was doing the Apollo last year, yeah. but then it got cancelled because of COVID. And I was always like, well, I've got to do that routine because it's the best thing I've ever written. Yeah. But every sentence is important. Yeah. Bec and it's, I've already had to sort, I, I did a, a different podcast recently where I was sort of like grilled on it. Because it's right. about Victoria's Secret saying they'll never have a fat model or a transgender model. Yeah. And it's me sort of defending that. Their position. Yeah. yeah in a, in as a funny as way as possible. And it's written in a way, so there's so much fat shaming in it, and I'm fat. And there's loads of it, but and I'm, I've done everything I possibly can, and I truly believe that it's not transphobic at all. Yeah, yeah. Because of the way I've written it. Yeah. But it needs a lot of the fat stuff for that to you hold. Need, yeah, you need to, to hold true. Yeah. And I already know of a couple of the fat things that are coming out. Because right. they've had to take it out because it didn't get past the lawyers. Right. <laughs> so. Them pesky lawyers. I, I, I probably won't see the edit until it goes on BBC One. Right. Okay. In December. So <clears throat> we, we'll see. I would imagine that there's going to be a bit of the old Twitter shouting about it. And that's my only concern. That's but not we'll bad. See. It's not bad. So it, that night, is it set over just compared three acts or just two? Compared in two acts, but they they, did two, they record two shows on the same night. Right. So the first show was Chris McCausland hosted, and they had Sophie Duca and Emmanuel Sanubi, and then my show was Jen Brister hosted, and it was me and Esther Manito. But um, tell them. I don't know if you've heard the story, and I know it's it's been another word, but tell them what what happened with the um, the doctor's surgery bit when. They had to go and ask Carl and that. Is it oh, so the the doctor surgery is about uh, the receptionist at my local medical center called Hornsbit Medical Center, and her name is Janice. So I'm on, stage Janice. Doing, I'm, I'm on stage <laughs> doing the bit. So what I what I didn't realize, well, what happens? I come off stage, and Anthony who creates the show. It's his show, and he books the acts and he curates it. He runs straight up to me in the wings and he goes, "Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant!" He goes, "Is Janice fucking real?" I went, well, sort of, yeah. <laughs> and he went, is Janice her name? I went, oh, no. Oh, I don't know, but no. And he went, right, is Hornspit Medical Centre the name of the medical centre? And I went, yeah. And he went, go back on stage. So I had to go on and do a pickup 
And I, I, I spent, te- he went, just go on and say hello. It's Janice from the medical center. And I did it for 10 minutes. Just, hello, it's Janice here, medical center. And it just got more and more ridiculous and more and more laughs. So I actually was on stage for about 40 minutes. Right. <laughs> Yeah, doing a pickup is weird. You're on call in one line. Apparently, it happens like sort of two or three times a, p- a series. I did a right. pickup with that Sky thing I did because I wanted to experience what it would be like. It's fucking horrible. I hated it. It wasn't horrible, though, what because was the audience were. Still Sky I'd had a great, great, great set. Like, everyone had a great night that night. Right. Yeah. But I was also she the last one on. And Jen goes back on to close the show and she goes, We've got to do a pickup. I wonder who it's going to be. And it was like, It was me. And I just went back on and I told them what it was. I went, I've just been told. I can't yeah, name the yeah. medical centre because Janice might sue us. So I've got to say the medical centre. But what had happened is, so it, I, I took like 10 people with me. Like me dad, uh, me missus, Carl, uh, me mate Josh and his missus, me cousin Dolly and her mate. I took uh, a few of my friends from London who sat separately. But all the people I first mentioned, they were sat at the back in one big group and stood right behind them was Lander, who's my agent. And as I'm doing the doctor's routine, which I'm... I'm ha- I'm very happy that I get to still do it, but yeah. I'm half closer because it went so well on the night. Yeah. Mm. I was like, that's going to be such a good Apollo set. Like, it could really be, uh, like, a, a thing. But Lander went running over to Carl. I went to Carl, is Janice real? And Carl was, yeah, it's really, really funny, isn't it? And he was like, no, we're going to get sued. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Will you be able to use that footage? Will they send you that footage so you can use it? I don't think they will. Yeah, so <laughs> they'll be worried about who's put. You can't, they want to put out. They're not going to put out. Do you? Well, I, yeah. I love Anthony who does the Apollo. I, I was telling. I think I've told you this story. It was really funny. I remember yeah. a friend of mine had just done it, yeah. and I think we we're outside Soul Theatre or something. I've known Anthony for quite a few years, and he goes, uh, "My friend goes, I've just done the Apollo. That's the that's the director of the Anthony. You want to go over and get in with him?" I went, "All right." I said. Uh, yeah, I know Anthony. I went, hey, Anthony, will I ever be on the Apollo? He went, fucking hell no, Phil. I'm not here on the Apollo, climbing the fucking furniture, climbing up the walls. I went, all right. I said, I can't give him anything. He can't give me anything. We're fine. <laughs> just like, I was like, don't worry. I've got... He's, a, <laughs> he's not interested. He, he's, he's just a sound, lad. Yeah, yeah he, he really is. is. Good. Yeah, I think you'll be allowed to do the Apollo. Me? Yeah, not even allowed to do Wakefield, are you? <laughs> I'm not even allowed to do Wakey. Oh, yeah. Too, do you want to tell us do you want to tell what happened there? Don't know. Just uh, apply for the gig. Get given the gig. Sends over the bill. Sends <laughs> me another message. Sorry, mate. Uh, not going to be right for the room. All right, sounds. Didn't even want to work on the 11th. <laughs> Have they told you anything else? Nah, I don't bother. I'm not bothered. I, I, I said to myself on my Instagram stories, I look at most rooms and go, I'm not right for this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't go, yeah, this isn't going to be. They're not going to be happy with this. <laughs> going to do it anyway. Comics just roll over for shit like this. Like, you should have absolutely boosted. He told me about that the other day. We drove back from Cardiff together. Just getting removed from the bill because they've in post. They owe you that money. As far as I'm concerned, whatever that fee is. He owes you to, to cancel you. Yeah. Get it on chortle, mate. Do an angry tweet at 3 a.m. when you're pissed. <laughs> <laughs> and say it's because, them, yeah. of, because of the colour of I your don't skin. do Twitter. <laughs> like like, the, really the, guy who, the guy who books it, and I know who it is, I won't name him. Yeah. Do, do you do much for him? No, not really. Well, then no. what the fuck? What, what have you got to lose? Well, I'm just not. I'm just not. I'm, I'm honestly just not that did bothered tell, by it. Did he tell you the theatre cancelled you? He just said um, oh, the venue got back to us. He sent over the the bill, and they said, um, oh, "I can't remember what did he say." How can they know? It's not like you. 
It's not like Everyone knows like what's near now, mate. Yeah, fucking... but you haven't got like a huge online presence where they've yeah, found. I'm well, I'm well known in Wakefield, mate. <laughs> the Wakefield Strangler, wasn't he? What's it, what's it? I'd be fucking fuming, me. Yeah, you should at least find out what they've seen. I know, because like, you've only got one video online. Maybe it's just your personal. They've, repl- they've replied that they are wary that you might not quite be right for our room. It's Wakefield. And I, you know, if wary means, to me, if, I, if someone said, oh, they're wary, I'd say, tell them not to worry. Yeah. I'll I be did fine. a gig once for the store at uh, Epsom Royal Automobile Club. Sounds like, like a good they, gig. They'd have every right to pull you. <laughs> 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 but this, this is wait like they should have pulled me. Yeah. <laughs> like Wakefield is Wakefield, isn't it? It's like I, I, you, sh- you know, like you said, you know when you're not right for a room or a thing. And I remember loads that I'm not right <laughs> for corporate gigs where you get paid big money to go and uh, for the listeners at home. To do like professional events and things, but yeah, I was like, God, I'm losing so much money. All these acts that are getting like three grand a gig or whatever, just six grand to go and host the fucking Hoover Awards 2021. Yeah. And uh, so then I'd do this, this so then I'd, I'd said to my agents, up all the money, I need to do more corporates. I mean, I can do I MC, I can do more corporates, I can host IMC, the thing, IMC, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> it's out of order, mate. I've, seen some, I've started doing sets now, and I've seen some fucking dog shit MCs. Yeah, he I'd, wants to start again. No, I'm not. No, I've, <laughs> seen, I've seen some of the worst. I, I, honestly, I don't. I'm probably still in the top fifty. But anyway, and, and, and so I go. Oh, I want to do more corporates, and then I get booked for this afternoon gig uh, by you know, Phil Walker in Blackpool. At the Pleasure Beach. And my nanny used to work at the Pleasure Beach. So my granddad. So I was like, this is fucking exciting. My nanny was on the monorail. And so I'm sat at this table. Starts at, they said it's an afternoon gig. Starts at 12. It's not an afternoon. It's a corporate for yeah. entrepreneurs of Blackpool. But they've called it an afternoon gig. So you get entrepreneurs yeah. of fee. Blackpool. So I'm getting a Ryan shit Gleason. fee. Um, and uh, uh, Phil Walker's host. And he's working really hard. Getting the room. To get, but they're all pricks. And they've been drinking since 11. Champagne. <laughs> So I get on about three o'clock eventually, and they're all fucking hammered in there. And I'm sat at the top table with the owner of the Pleasure Beach. And I'm like, they're going, yeah, my nana works. And she went, oh, how wonderful. I went, oh. And then and the lineup's just not right. You know, when you just go, I shouldn't be here. You've got um, acts that are just very, quite mainstream yeah. going on. And I have to go on in a bit. And I'm like, oh, God. In the fucking... So eventually I get on. I'm like third, second to last, I think. So I walk on, and... Uh, and they're like, hey, and there's a guy leaning on the stage. And I just went, oh, hi, mate. Oh, look at you leaning on the stage. And he went, fuck off. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, That's the banter over. That's the banter section done. And I went, oh, look, you're like a cheeky chappy. And he went, fuck off. And I went, right. So, so I just stood at the microphone going, God, I'm lonely. Oh, my life's over. And then they all just start talking. And then they start Oof. booing. And I went, look, I went, I need this more than anything. Just it's 12 minutes. I think I was doing 12 minutes and I'd lost them. So like, please. So then How like, soon in had you lost them? Literally from the start. Well, he told out, to fuck off. The guy told me to fuck okay. off. And, they said, and he was all went, and they were fucking, oh my God. And I was getting angry and I was like, you can't, you can't do it. You've got to do the gig. This is like a corporate. You do the corporate gig. This is professional. And uh, nice, nicely. <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's been, been yawning all the fucking bag. He does it all the fucking. He does it all the fucking time. How are you expecting people to listen to this? You're launching a Patreon soon. Oh, get me! <laughs> <laughs> it's your content. Oh yeah. God. 
Oh, I have to go on my phone. Sitting there with your butt <laughs> out falling asleep yourself. I was listening. I was, I was trying to do it quietly. I just... You can do it quietly. You have to fucking... <laughs> just took a bear or... <laughs> I'm a new dad. Leave me alone. You're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how long you get to say that. So I just keep saying it until someone corrects me. <laughs> Every time anyone says, oh, baby brain mate. Like, do, you, do you get baby brain? Yeah, let baby brain mate. So come on, let's go. So go on. Okay, well, I feel like I've lost momentum now. Oh, I'm sorry. Come on. Anyways, so I'm doing this shit thing, everyone's, And then they listen a little bit more. And then they all start talking and then booing. And I went, look, I went, I'll take two noises. Absolute silence. Or fake laughter. I'm not having booing. <laughs> not fake laughter. Not having this. I start up again, and then someone boos again. And I said, and I just lost my temper. I went, if anyone else boos, I'm going to get off this. I'm not like the other comics. I don't care. Enough. I'm going to get off the stage. I'm going to pick up a chair, and I'll take your fucking head off. Right. So I thought that would be funny. Yeah. Start again. People laughed a little bit, and then fake someone laughed. booed. So then I got off the stage and picked up a chair. And then just saying, who fucking booed? And then start walking around with this chair going, was it you? Was it you? <laughs> and then I realised I have lost the room completely. And everyone's scared now. Yeah. But I, didn't, I thought that would be so ridiculous. It would get everyone laughing. So then I went, oh, I'm panicking now. Just And I got a chair in each arm like a weird Wolverine. Like going, ah, was it you? <laughs> like fucking Ripley at the end of Aliens. And, uh, so then I just sat next to the guy who first told me to fuck off. And I went, I went oh, God, I went, do you think we could be friends in another life? And he went, no, fuck off. And I went, <laughs> I went, just, it was, it was called <laughs> Entrepreneurs of Blackpool, that was it, yeah. And I went, because you got fucking 20 pound socks on, don't mean you're better than me, pal. And then this <laughs> old bloke in the blue suit went, at least he's funny. I went, I'll fucking knock you out as well, Grandad. I went, just because you Febreze the 1980s suit doesn't mean I'm not going to drag you outside and duff you up. And they went, yeah, I said duff you up. And he went, oh, and then everyone starts booing. So I just got on the stage, I was going, ah, oh, fuck you. Entrepreneurs of Blackpool, you're a room full of fucking cobblers. Like, your main mode of transport is a donkey. And then they all booing and booing. and then I looked and they're off to I looked and there was a Nolan sister telling me to fuck off. <laughs> so we're looking. So a Nolan sister. She was going fuck it. <laughs> so everyone's booing and I went, oh, say half hour. Anyway, that's my time. Keep supporting live comedy. <laughs> and, I to, and they had to take me through the kitchen because they all wanted to fucking kill me. Did they? Yeah. It was the work, but it was one of those when I went in. I was like, you can do it. You can do corporate. <laughs> <You> talk- <laughs> I remember just took away going, everyone's going, ah, fuck off. And I got a chair in my went, no, you can't. No, you can't. <laughs> Back on the road for you, babe. I, uh, I remember Back years to be in a club comic. I remember years ago, Paul, because you were good, really good mates with Paul Smith when you first started. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, he, he told me. He doesn't want to know you now, he's famous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, you won't yeah, fit in the Lamborghini, <laughs> mate. You're too long for it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember we joint one beat the frog? You can move me, tiny copper bird. You're drinking a keg. <laughs> we well, joint one beat the frog. With you and you kept getting people trying to fight with you, and you told them, this just happens. Yeah, yeah. It, you, everywhere. People just want to fight you all the time. Yeah. Oh, God, that was years ago. Yeah, people always want to knock me out. <laughs> I always think I'm being funny, but you forget that when you're not on stage with the mic, people just think you're a You dick. lose the context. Yeah. So I always think, oh, I'll have a bit of banter, and then it usually ends with me getting punched off. <laughs> I think I told you about getting knocked out last time. Yeah, yeah, you told us when you Christmas time. Oh, I haven't got any front teeth. This, this happens a lot. This, this just happens. No one wanted to yeah. fight you when I went out with you. If it was with me. Extra yeah, face, mate. That's right. Yeah. yeah, we just sat outside a shop with yeah. a bottle of wine. It's all right, wasn't it? Yeah. You enjoyed yourself. Is that the last time he's went out? Yeah, we've been out once, never again. <laughs> no, you've been out twice. I mean, you didn't go out after the Lee as well, one time. 
No, no. It was just oh no, that was that was a. F- well, we didn't go out, did we? There was nowhere no, we, to go. We had to. That was, it was the know, one hour queue for walkabout. Went to walkabout. Yeah, this is funny. There was him. There was me, Sean McLaughlin, and then we're walking around. We go to walkabout about half one, and like, have you got a reservation? And we were just like, why the fuck would we have a reservation walk at half past about. one? Yeah. Fucking walkabout. So we just. It what did we grim. end up doing the hotel foyer? Had to sit in the foyer because you've only got in that hotel. You've already got a sofa downstairs. But it got to a point that they actually said, "Do you want to use the other foyer, which is the foyer <laughs> to the car park?" So this went, "Can you fuck off out?" And he just yeah. sat here drinking. Can you fuck off? No, I tried to check into that hotel on Friday night this week. Admittedly late. It was like half twelve at night because we'd yeah. stayed for like a couple of pints at the Glee. That's where we were at the weekend. Yeah. The car and uh, I had an argument with a fella on the on the desk because he was just telling me I was already signed in. So I went, yeah, yeah, uh, Adam Rowe. And he was like, uh, Some anime fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> Some Japanese fella. <laughs> 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 he goes, uh, he goes, uh, are you at the Glee Club? And I was like, yeah, yeah. And uh, he goes, right. He goes, so you are, you have already signed and you already have your key. What, and what, went, where's he from? I've got a fucking clue, mate. <laughs> this is just exactly what he sounds like. And you weren't there, so you can't verify it. No, so no, <laughs> he no. says, he says, you have already signed in. And I went, no, I haven't. And he goes, no, you have. Look, look here. And I went, yeah, I can see a bit of paper with our signature on it, but that's no. not me. And he's like, well, somebody is. Are you not with anybody? And I was like. Mate, I haven't signed and I'm not with anyone. Like, it, it's just not happening. Mm. So he rings his mate and goes, go and check the room. And there's someone in it. And he goes, there is somebody in the room. And I went, okay, what's happened here is someone has come in and you've given them my room. Yeah. But I, it's definitely not me. So he made me stay in a different room and then I had to switch rooms the next day. And when I come down, he was looking at me like, you've definitely sort of swindled two rooms. I was obviously yeah. it's just some <laughs> random guy. How do you do? I've never had the balls to do... You wouldn't hear people just walking into hotels or nicking rooms or do or reservations or like going into clubs or getting it, you know, pretending you're on yeah. the guest list. Never had the balls to ever do. I do it all the time. I heard about some people that go into hotels and just haggle. Uh, oh, no, no, no. Oh, yeah, I've done that, yeah. You've haggled? No, you call. You can call up before and be like, do you have any rooms free tonight? And they go, yes. And you go, okay, well, I know it's normally 120, but I can only afford 50 pounds. Really, and then, and then they got and say, like, do they, do they want to give you? And then yeah, they'll normally go. Oh, we'll do you this rate. And I got way. actually kicked. I got. I wasn't allowed in my hotel once because I wanted a key. <laughs> he won't give me a key. He went, no, we keep the key. And I went, well, I've got, I don't wait. I don't need a key for the room. <laughs> went, no, that's not how we do it. This is a hotel. That's what you. So but we I had think, to let you in and out of your room every time. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. <laughs> I think it was because I've got one of the cheapest hotels in London, and I don't think it's one that people use for good things. Right. right. So then you got the impression. Pause. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Was, I wasn't too subtle there. <laughs> <laughs> when, when I was going to Hull, I remember going to gig it in Hull, and uh, they'd swap me from Leeds to Hull, and it was less money, and I was like, I've got to get a hotel because I didn't have a car at the time. So I'm like, oh, fucking. So I did this gig in Hull, and I said to everyone at the gig, I was going, oh, I'm staying at the, the Dorchester. And they went, ooh. Like, oh, is it a prostitute hotel? I could tell that's <laughs> 20 quid. And they went, oh. And then I, then I got in the taxi, and I went to the Dorchester, and he went, oh, I don't think that's open. I was like, oh, my God, it's going to be like fucking shining when I get out. <laughs> when I get there, and it's just the annex bits open. And then I go to sign in, and the girl's like, oh, no. And then this old bloke is in a, a, like, a leather jacket, a shirt on. He walks behind the... He's chatting to the girl, walks behind the desk, and he's like, yeah, yeah, you're right. 
So I'm signing in. It's about midnight after the gig, like half 11. And um, he goes, yeah, yeah, so what are you up to then tonight? I was like, oh, me? I went, oh, I'm just going to bed, you know. And he went, all oh, right. He said, yeah, yeah. I said, uh, he said, Hull's quite a fun night out. I went, all right, I'm sure it is. Mm. Right, mate. Mm. I said, I've got an early train. He went, yeah, yeah. He went, <laughs> believe that when I see it. Okay. <laughs> and uh, he said, I've got an early start. He went, all right, good luck with that then, mate. I went, <laughs> all right. He went, yeah, it's not a bad night out. I went, oh, I said some people were mentioning this other club. And he went, yeah, it's not a bad club. Yeah, good night, good night out. Yeah, yeah, I fancy that. Okay. And then he gets the phone and goes, yeah, yeah, uh, it's John. He says, oh, come quick if I say it's John. Taxi for two, please. To And he books a taxi to the club and then put the phone down. I went, well, I'm going to get to my room. He went, all right, well, they'll be here in five minutes. You go and put your bag in. I was like, what the fuck's happening? So, and then I sat in the room in the dark going, what the fuck am I going to do? And she went, oh, that was it. The girl then went, oh, wait, this is John, the caretaker. And I went, I'm going to go on a night out with the fucking caretaker now. What <laughs> Did you? Yeah. No, so then I go in the room and I sit in the dark and he goes, Phil? And I sit <laughs> in the hall. He's on here, Phil! Taxi's here. And I went, what, what do I do when I'm sat in the dark? And then he comes to the door, and then I hear keys jangle. I'm like, he's going to open the fucking door, isn't he? He's like ignoring him. And I'm just sat, in the, just sat in the dark like this on the end of the bed. So I just went, oh, God. I went, so I can hear the key going in the lock. So I just went, oh, oh, come on, let's go. I'm going on a night out with the fucking caretaker. He goes and picks up his mate on the way. I was just in this horrible nightclub for like an hour with the caretaker. What the fuck am I doing? Then I had to walk home. Did you talk to him or just stand there? Silence? He just kept telling me that there was different parts of the room for different types of night that you want, which I kind of understood as <laughs> terrible <laughs> things happening. He's like, yeah, yeah, different places for different types of night. You want to dance? You go to the dance floor. You want to drink? You're at the bar. And everything else, you stand at the back. And I was like, what is this place? <laughs> just, I think I'll stand outside. So I managed to just go outside and basically chain smoke and, and eventually to walk home. It's a bit worrying. And then I got a pizza from my favourite place I've ever got a pizza from, Al Pacino Pizzas. So did you think this caretaker wanted... No, I think he's just a lonely bloke who just got... Who knows how to manipulate people. would find someone to go on a night out with at the club, at the at the hotel. Just a lonely bloke and spot other lonely blokes. And he goes, yeah, yeah they want to go on. It's weird how, you had, how, how, how forceful he was, because he never actually... It's weird is, how you know... Why did you never say no? I don't know, because I was a grown man. But I was like... Well, this is happening. There was that lad in there uh, when we did Jason's gig that oh, I think wanted you. That fucker. He was so, so... He was such a gobshite. Yeah. Like, accidentally. So we went... We did Jason He wanted Cook's to gig. suck you off. 100%. Were, yeah. In um, Newcastle, the... Uh, is it the yeah, Customs South Shields. House? South Shields one, But, yeah. like, he put you up in a hotel in Newcastle in case you want to go for a pint, which we did. Mm. So we'd... Um, we, we'd come back to the hotel so that we could, like, I, I had my laptop because I was watching, like, the yeah, UFC at the it, gig, yeah. so I was dropping that off before we went out for a pint in Newcastle. And, and we're sat in the lobby having just one beer in the hotel before we go somewhere. And uh, we're in a, a proper conversation. You know, when you're just having a... And yeah. it was a serious one as well. It was, like, shop talk, like, about work and what we was... And this fellow just comes over, kebabbing his and goes... <laughs> <laughs> yeah! I know you. Your daddy, uh, Adam. Sit down. Can I sit here? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. 
And he goes, yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, so, <laughs> so he's he's grinning here to me because he can just see that this fellow's just know that this asshole. guy is. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So he goes to me, yeah, yeah. He went to, I uh, was at Summer in the Square, which was like a thing that me, me missus, Carl and his missus went to. Yeah. In, do you know, exchange flags and the yeah, behind yeah, the town hall. Yeah. I remember it, yeah. And uh, he was like, yeah, you were there. And I remember you taking loads of pictures with your beard. And I was like, he looks like a fucking knobhead him. <laughs> and then he stopped talking. <laughs> then he just stopped talking. And I was like, there's no way you've interrupted our conversation <laughs> to tell, to me, tell me you think I'm a knobhead. You can't have that little social skills. You can't. <laughs> so then he's like, yeah, but then I followed you online and yeah, some stuff's funny. Mm. Like, some right. stuff. Right. He just wanted to have sex with you, mate. Yeah, just he a, did. And then he was he, he was making very obvious insinuations that and then literally we I literally he, he went he went, I'm gonna go to the toilet and I was like, You fucking arsehole. Because he definitely <laughs> didn't even need the fucking toilet. He just to leave me with this comfort a minute. And then we left and I got a DM on Twitter like two minutes later, didn't I? Going, uh, do you mind if I come out with you? Uh, it's the la- it's the lad from the lobby in the hotel. The he never made the it lad out with from us, the though. lobby. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, he wanted to bum you. It's just fine. How did you leave it then? Did you uh, just leave him in the lobby? I was just quite out? sort of short with him. I was just like, anyway, mate, we're getting off now, so uh, <laughs> have a good one in a bit. Bye. Sound to be paid to. <laughs> no probs. And you just, you just abandoned them. You've I got all this to come. They'll be all over you. All the crazy fans. Love it. You'll get loads of DMs. Uh, we haven't got an, how many subscribers have we got now? 90? Yeah, we've got... Can, can it's all right numbers. for six episodes, isn't it? Numbers, numbers are sound. We're doing good numbers. A couple don't of worry. psychos in there. Yeah, def- definitely a couple of psychos in there already. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Every time someone DMs us, Sam. But well, we were saying Every this. Time we, DM- we, we weren't <laughs> saying it. You were saying it. I don't Every like time someone DMs us, necessarily. Simon goes, why, 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 why would you speak to us? Why? <laughs> I, don't, I don't get why you'd want to speak to us. It's like, because, you know, we're funny. We're trying to be engaging. You know, we're creating fans. I, I just don't... I, why? Why? I just get a bit anxious about fans. Because to me, stand-up is I perform to strangers, make strangers laugh, leave, and then we never interact again, and that's the thing. Yeah. So when you then get, like, you, whoa. What's it's this? weird, isn't it? Like, in lockdown, I did these stupid You're videos. like that when anyone tries to be your mate, though, as well. Probably, yeah. I did those videos in lockdown, which were shit. Like, they were just... No, they weren't. I told like, you on the last podcast, John, I love them. But the... You get maybe 180 to 200 views a day, right? <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's fair. It's just people. A day? It. Yeah, well, I'd do one a day, didn't I? Yeah. So it'd be 180. Right, okay, yeah. Each one would get that, <coughs> which isn't great. But then you realise that those people are obsessed. So I'd have a day off and they'd be like, where? And you get messages going, where's the video? I'm like, what? The other video was me making a fucking yeah. bacon egg sandwich mate he's not bothered <laughs> about what I'm doing to be honest I'm drinking every day <laughs> horrifically if you want to watch that I yeah but I enjoy it. I was one of the ones that would have I never messaged you because I didn't know you that well and I thought I'm not messaging him about it but I I, I loved them <laughs> but I would never I never your eyes I never, then were like uh, I love them Phil I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I never subscribed you know, to anything I need them back into a routine and stuff and they do expect it like yeah. last week so our Patreon episodes like it's scheduled for six AM. Yeah. Like to go, to post it's put yeah. on the internet the day before and it's scheduled to go out then. Ours goes ours goes a minute past midnight. Yeah. Carl has fucked it up. And at six oh three we'd had like fifteen messages going, Where's the fucking thing? 
Jesus really? Christ. My, my, <laughs> oh, jump, does that, that not terrify you? Yeah. yeah. Do, you know what, do you know what was truly terrifying, right? So, and th- this is, we haven't really spoke about this on our show. We just sort of let it go away. Yeah. Was, <laughs> we did a mental health special. Because yeah, we were getting that, loads yeah. of messages about mental health and oh, stuff. No, and I like, didn't people think where struggling this was going. <laughs> Yuck. We got, I don't even think this is hyperbole. Thousands of messages from people going, I'm struggling. Can we have a chat sort of thing? Or have it, people, Samaritan's number is an automatic response. And people, like someone was asking, basically, so, people, the, the thing that bothered me was people were saying, like, oh, your podcast is sort of keeping me going. It's keeping me yeah, sane. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, like there's been nights where I've been like, I could kill myself. But I've just been like, do you know what? No, when have I a heard word. you do a funny Chinese accent. <laughs> yeah. No, but people saying like, have a word comes out in the morning, I'll wait for that. I'm like, right. imagine if that was the day that it was fucking three hours late. Yeah, oh my and, God. Do you know what I mean? So I said to Dan. I, I mean, went, if the, I mean. I was oh, like, look, I know, I know it's hard, but like if, if we're, I, I, we need to stop talking about mental health. I know you meant to like be open and talk yeah, about yeah. your stuff and that. I was like, but I can't handle this. There was people like some lad was messaging me. That's your mental health thinking about their mental health. It was, um, <laughs> it was un, it was unbelievable. Like some lad was messaging me, and he, like, I shouldn't laugh, but he was like, uh, "I was going, mate. Yeah, big fan. Love the pod and that. Um, do you know anywhere I could get five hundred quid from tonight? Because my mum's <laughs> got no lucky, and the the knocking oh, on the door man. for the rent, and we're going to be homeless." So just oh. wonder whether you know of any avenues I could use to get 500 quid. And I was like, have you tried the, the crisis loans? And he's like, yeah, tried them, mate. Just need 500 quid tonight. Because yeah. otherwise I don't know what I'm going to do. And I was like, like, I don't call the Samaritans, like call the NHS, call <laughs> fucking someone, uh, but stop DMing me. He was basically going, if like you don't send me 500 quid now, I'm going to kill myself. Yeah, yeah. But then I went on his I Twitter. I do that with Vodafone. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah. I, I don't get If you do unblock block, my number. To the point now where they won't even put me through to the, the managers now if I say I'm going to kill myself. Like, this yeah. bill's too much. I can't afford it. I will kill myself if you don't know what it is. They go, well, there's nothing we can do. <laughs> I have done the suicide threat twice. It worked the first time. Second time. Don't even get past the first I, guy. I uh, I went on the fella's profile who was doing that to me. Yeah. And he was tagging like major celebrities saying like, uh, I've DM'd you, check your DMs at Ricky Gervais. <laughs> <laughs> and he's obviously messaging him going, hey Ricky, do you know anywhere I can get five hundred yeah. yeah. from tonight? At Russell Crowe. Uh, talking <laughs> <laughs> about Liverpool, I fancy a drink. <laughs> it's yeah. mad though, isn't it? Because like, you don't... They, like, because you guys have got loads of Patreons and things now, but it's like, it's then it, I, I can imagine that's so, because they almost feel like they are does they does you they own you in a way as it to go. Where's our a, product? There's a, there's a lot of entitlements like, and the stuff they're paying for. I get it. Do you know what I mean? They're entitled yeah. to it when we say they're going to get it. Like, yeah, that, that's fair enough. And I also like the fact that we are helping people with the mental health. If we are great, but the it, it was messing with my head. Knowing how much we were affecting it, if if people are not being yeah, of course, hyperbolic like, or whatever, so much pressure but, on you that, like you say, someone makes a mistake and then you're thinking the problem. I haven't heard from someone. I wouldn't be. It wouldn't. But I mental health. Well, there's nothing you can do. At one point, you have to go. Oh, there's, nothing there's nothing I you can, can do. do yeah, you yeah, don't do yeah, nothing. Yeah, there's nothing you can do. But like. There's literally nothing he could do because he wouldn't have to put the episode out. <laughs> so he'd be like, he'd be like, "Fuck it, it's Rob's fault." I just send you a voice note. Yeah. Hey, he's dead. You're mental fucked health. Up is dealt with so badly now, I think, because I've grown up around mental health all my life, surprisingly. Yeah. And um, 
And the whole thing of pushing it now, going, let's all talk about mental health, let's all talk, is great. You should, if you finish the press. But in the same respect, it's not then, people then don't talk about it in a way that they can be helped. It's just literally yeah, going yeah. on Facebook and going, I'm so sad, I've, I've, I've done yeah. it again. And then everyone goes, you're <laughs> such a valuable person. Fine, yeah. And then they send them a gif of a fucking rainbow and a pot of some other fucking thing about some, you're such a, he's a snowflake, you're special as, and unique as this. And you go, right. And then tomorrow morning, oh, I've done it. And you go, every <laughs> fucking day. It's the same thing. You need to get help. And you can't get help from people just doing that little fucking emoji of yeah, cuddling a heart. Yeah, going, I care. Mm. Yeah. And you care. Because people do care. But then eventually, you go, I can't fucking reply to that Facebook does, post again. Does you enough? need to go and get help. And like you say, threat, you know, coming in, going to you or Dan saying, oh, without this, I've got nothing. You go, well, then you need proper help because yeah, yeah, yeah. we can't be your yeah, safety no, blanket yeah. I think if you need help you should ask for help but there's certain people name that them don't want help I think I think they if you, don't if want you help. put that if you put a status on Facebook like that I don't think you're asking for help I think what you're, you're doing not. is giving a people because all that'll happen then I think most people will see that and go oh you're okay mate and no one will actually try and help you there's a difference there's no, no one's uh, there's a difference between trying to help someone and going you're okay mate like, yeah, there's no, a difference between that. being suffering from really bad depression and being sad. Yeah, there's a big difference. Yeah, yeah. We all get sad. Depression is a much more yeah. devastating thing, and a lot of people don't can't separate the two. They don't understand what the difference is. They go, oh, "I'm depressed." And you go, "You're not depressed. You're sad because you don't fucking do anything until you've been depressed." And I don't think you'll ever also, understand. Also, you're it, just yeah. a bit of a prick. <laughs> well, some people are just pricks. They and are they're sad because they don't. Because they're going, oh, oh, life's bad. Yeah, because you've made loads of bad yeah. decisions. I'm a prick. And also, some people, some people also like, oh, suffering. I'm really sad with the consequences of my own actions. Suffering yeah. doesn't absolve you of blame either. Yeah. yeah. Like, as as bad as things can get, like, there's there's a way, like, some people just start treating people in their life fucking awfully because they're anxious yeah. or depressed or whatever. Yeah. And then, like, oh, I was, I was going through some bad shit. That, that's not an apology. Yeah. Like yeah, what has yeah, to come yeah. there is I'm really it's good fucking sorry. Sometimes if you need it, it's a good little one. <laughs> I'm not saying that you should. I'm not saying it's good, but it is there, isn't it? Ah, he's done something inexcusable. He go, oh, he's having a tough time. I'm having a tough time. You're after the yeah. wedding, was it? Yeah. Last week? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, everyone. I'm yeah. just going through a tough but time. Like said, yeah, that's not enough. You need to say I'm really sorry. I'm going to try and change. Yeah, and be better. I'm going to address I've why been, I was going through a tough time. Yeah, I've thought I was depressed before, and then I realised I've just been being a prick. I'm yeah, making yeah. loads of bad decisions. I'm not happy about what I'm doing. I'm letting people mm. down. And like you say, it's easy to go, oh, I'm stressed. And I'm, but you have to just go, I'm, you know. But then also, that, and that's the problem when people really are depressed and sad. They're getting neglected and ignored because there's too many fucking attention seekers going, oh, what about me? I don't want to get a full-time job. I'm an mm. artist, you know. Everyone's scared to make a joke after the mental health. No, I, I no, I, I think it's I interesting chat. I, I like listen to his his inspirational spiel. I've ruined it by butting in. I but really I think, think we should cut all of that as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll probably. cut that if you tell us the other story. No, but it is, it's frustrating, isn't it? I just think because uh, I just yeah. I just think it, it is tough, but you've got to do s- stuff. Yeah, it's it's upsetting because be proactive. Yeah. Well, it's good for getting out of work, and that. You've got a bit about it, isn't it? Mm. Just say you're depressed. I know people... 
easier to fake that than a broken yeah. leg sort of thing. Yeah. Know, like, it's just like, why not? The, the employers are, will see you off and they don't give a fuck about you. Well, I'll, I'll be honest. My, my missus, obviously, was just had a baby. She had nine months off from maternity leave and she only got paid for like six of them. And I was saying, as soon as you go, just, just go back in after six months and go, Post oh no, I'm too anxious. I'm too anxious and stressed. I need time off. And then get another three months full pay. Because you can get three months full pay saying, yeah. But then there's probably people that are signed up with depression that aren't depressed and people that are going in that are fucking on the edge. But they're still sticking it out. But they're the ones that go, I've had enough. Proper proper thoughts, proper suicidal thoughts, yeah. Oh, it's a total way to start, haven't it? (laughs) (laughs) Somber, didn't it? I know. Fucking hell, was he? Selling well, though, isn't it? It's doing all right, yeah. Flying. Absolutely flying. Four dates in Dublin, four dates in Chester. No, two in two in Dublin, four in Chester, three in Manchester, and three in Birmingham, two in Leeds, and two in Newcastle, two are in Glasgow, two in Edinburgh. Are your family from Dublin? I've told people before that they are. <laughs> yeah, just like, yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking it was interesting that so many dates in Dublin. Uh, no, just the Podcast two. The, the first one, so Dublin, there's two spaces yeah. in the room. So I'm doing Whelan's, and there's a, a, a small room and a big room. And when we put the dates in, I was like, let's get the big room. Because Dublin's been like requested by a lot of the podcast listeners and stuff. Yeah. And they went, oh, you can't have the big room. It's not going to sell. You're English. We just don't sell tickets for English people. And I think it's <laughs> I, I love that sort hours. of like, you fu- did you have to write back to them? I'm scouting on English. <laughs> I-, I wanted to. <laughs> and then it was like, like, I'm not though. Like, How long did it take? Because I think a lot of people are fucking fascinated by the success of other words a lot of people grow. I think Phil means himself <laughs> no, I, well, a lot of people wonder how the fuck you are so successful no, but I don't understand podcasts particularly myself because I don't listen to podcasts I don't right. I, but I, I, I don't just watch normal you listen to this one or not. yeah listen to one hour's on but, um, <laughs> and the rest yeah to, yeah, yeah mate yeah okay. great really another one uh, yeah <laughs> but it's. I found it fascinating to see how that really grew, and has pushed you and Dan to. Yeah. You know, you can sell out tours like that now. Yeah. But how long did it take to? Do you think to get to that point? It was opening the studio. Right. So we started it in January. A lot of people think it was a lockdown podcast. It wasn't. It started in January 2020, and right. we'd been planning it for two months. So we started like putting it together in November 2019, and then. About nine weeks in, ten weeks in, coronavirus was like a thing and it was starting and Italy was in lockdown. But at the time, it seemed so far from reality for this country to be locked down. And that seems mental now because we're now in a situation where if they announce one tomorrow, surprise, people will be like, oh, another one of them. Yeah, I saw that coming. But at the time, it was like, this isn't going to happen. So me and Dan, as a joke, was like, well, if we get locked down, we'll just do this every day. We'll do an episode every day. Thinking, well, I think we ended up at like 3,000 listeners by episode 12 a week. Right. So, were you doing it every day? No, not at that yeah, stage. Yeah. So, episode 12 was when lockdown hit, or maybe right. been 13. And then people were literally messaging us going, So, we're going every day, aren't we? You are doing it every day because you did promise you'd do it every day if we got locked down. So, we started, <laughs> we started doing it every day apart from Sundays. Right. Um, God's day. But that, we didn't actually grow at all in that time. We actually lost a bit, so... Oh, I thought you'd grown that. No, so we went from doing... Well, we technically did grow per week, but not yeah. per episode. Right. So we went from doing 3,000 an episode... <coughs> yeah. ...to between twelve and 1,800 an episode. Right. But there was six a week. 
So you yeah. don't know whether people would just go and yeah, I listen on Mondays so and Thursdays. Yeah, like, yeah. Whatever. I, I, that's when I bowed out for a bit because I was like, <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> too much Rowan Nightingale in my life. Yeah. Um, and it was difficult to have an entertaining conversation for an hour every day with the same yeah. person. It's hard to yeah. do that. You started doing lists. Yeah. There was just, there was just like stuff. It was, it, like obviously there was people struggling a lot more. I'm not saying we had difficult lives, but yeah. it's not an easy skill to be like, let's be funny again, me and you for another full hour today. Let's yeah. go. No, Tell him, no, make no. him better do it for every fucking week. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's when we launched the Patreon and we were like, look, we'll do it every day, but we're going to need some money because otherwise we're going to have to get fucking jobs. Yeah. yeah. And we got a decent Patreon following sources straight away. Um, where we could justify not getting jobs, using a bit of savings, and using the money from that to. Did you have time. a bit of pro? You had a bit of profile though yourself, didn't you? Before this, the, my my small profile. Well, it's a it was decent what size. Like fifteen thousand followers or something like that. I think I had like s- maybe eighteen on Twitter and like ten on Instagram, yeah. but I've always had like forty plus on yeah. Facebook from videos doing going viral. Yeah, yeah, Bible, Bible, Bible on that, haven't you? Um, that must have helped a little bit. To it sort gave of us. It, it gave us a boost. Our first week, we did five hundred downloads. Right, that's yeah. same as us. Um, did it? You do not listen to anything. Go on, yeah. So the Patreon kept us going, and then when we were coming out of that first lockdown, we talked for ages about getting a studio, and I knew a place where we could look to get one, which is where we ended up. And we were like, should we just back ourselves now? Yeah. Buy the studio, do it up, be the first in the UK to do that, and. We can start. The, we can put full video episodes on YouTube because up until that, then the first one in the studio, none of it went on YouTube apart from the odd little short clip. Oh, I thought you lock you 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 lock Zoom things you see, on YouTube. No, that's that's interesting because I I uh, the only things I really watch are like Red Letter Media on YouTube, yeah. which is just is film. Have you seen it? Like the really funny like film critics and nerdy shit that I like, you know. But the the whole thing of these, and then I started to see these YouTube people who. Build their own studios. Mm. They do, it. but then what's interesting? Some of them kind of get the studio, and then it looks like shit or something. They don't quite. Whereas yours looks like a proper, <laughs> stu- you know. But I mean, like they don't. I mean, no offense, Danny, but this is fucking. You really need to have a word with yourself. But um, <laughs> fucking looks like I feel like a bit of Chinese buffet. Right <laughs> but um, <laughs> but it looks like a, a, a you know like you said like a tier five Friday field to yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. like well, we yeah I definitely think it's th- that studio is I think that's the big because like, I always, it, yours wasn't like a, it's like a chat show yeah it's not like a podcast thing where it's like, it's yeah. more of a show that you're putting on than just like a podcast yeah, thing and, like this and as soon I was saying this to you the other night if you're because we put a lot of clips out now we used to do like one or two a week. But since we've hired a full staff team and we everyone's got their roles, mm. we try and get at least one out every day and sometimes two. But like if people are scrolling through their social media, as soon as our clip starts, you know what it is. Because mm. it, it's so aesthetically the same every week mm-hmm. and looks completely different to anything else. There's so many podcasts now and so many video podcasts that are shot in office buildings or rooms like this where they're playing wall thing or whatever. <laughs> told you to decorate. It, like, it needs to look so unique 
and it does because of how we're decorated behind it. He's and got two here, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you, you wouldn't know that one's different from the other unless you can just about... Oh, no, I completely shit. understand, but like, we're not going to yeah, be doing that straight away, are we, mate? That's what I find fascinating. What's interesting is because it's got an identity. Big bright orange couch against the blue curtain. And everyone's trying to scrabble around to find someone they can get on with and have a chat with to try and recreate it. Now, everyone says, you've got to do a podcast now. I go, oh, fucking what am I going to get? And I started trying to think of people I would work well with. And it turns out there's no one. <laughs> I'll do one with you, Nate. You switch it. He offered, <laughs> and I was like, "You've got one. I'm on." Yeah, Give I'll do up. another one. He's got two. Fucking, he's got a cop on because I do too. So he just wants another one. Yeah, just but like, um, as if, like, it would be awful because I don't. Because neither I'd of work. you do any of the work. No, because I yeah. don't think I'd work well like that. I just don't think I would. Whereas I don't think I've, I don't know who I'd bounce off well. So, it's, but he's interested to see so many copycat kind of <laughs> things. Since have a word did well. Well, we've had a few messages from comics who are mates of ours, and also from a couple of promoters who were a bit like fucking hell. They're copying you, aren't they? Those, they're mm. co- are you being copied again over there? We want it to happen because, and this is not me sort of being sort of literally called another one because it's just yes. I know one. you're self-aware, but also <laughs> this has to, you, like it's not right. If, <laughs> If so. every comedian or a lot of them have got podcasts like they do in LA and New York, yeah, it, the the means of production <laughs> is being dragged away from the comedy industry and back to the worker because you look at our podcast now. Like I know we had Alfie Brown co-host last week because Dan wasn't in, mm. and he sold a shitload of tickets for his tour because mm. because he plugged it on our thing. If it's dragging it away from the telly, if if this podcast takes off. And Rob's Fussy One does, and Dam Daniel does, and uh, Catherine Bowart and Helen Bowers, Trusty Hogs does, and Alfie's does. If there's a full scene, if there's a podcast scene in the UK where when I'm going on tour, I can jump on them all and go, I'm going on tour, and we can all do that for each other, it's better. So, yet this studio come about after ours, and I'm sure it was sort of partly inspired by what we did. Great. Because if that gets massive, it bet a rising tide raises all ships. And the, we've had a few sorts of Lovely snarky comments from promoters like, oh, they're copying you. I'm like, yeah, good. We want it to happen. It benefits it's everyone, including us. And yeah. I, at the same time, we've got such a massive head start and we've got the right infrastructure and a staff team. So as much as everyone else is, it, it, we want everyone else to have a podcast that's doing well, it's going to be hard to catch up to the numbers we've put on the board already. It's not yeah, about catch up to it, like you say. It's just about everyone. If you want to be a comic, this is the job now. Yeah. You, you, people well, want content. It's about people adapting. want content all the time. You couldn't put con- 20 years ago, you couldn't put content out every day. So if one wants to see you, they had to come. The only way they could get to you was the tour show or when you're on the telly. Whereas now, people want to see you every day. People are fans of yours. They want to see you every day. So unfortunately, that's the job. So you need <laughs> to put content out now all the time. And another thing is there's... the. There's a, there's a huge divide now. There's no sort of medium-form content that's thriving. It's either really long-form, like podcasts, or really short-form. And I think something that's benefiting us massively is we have somehow managed to get both. Yeah. Because every day we put a one-minute clip out, and if you're just into one-minute comedy clips, you can get a funny bite-sized bit every day yeah. from Have A Word. And if you want a three-hour podcast, you can have that as well. That fucking... Just me getting angry got... Yeah. Shitloads of God, it, it, Well, last time I checked, it was 70,000. It's probably 90,000 yeah. now. I've put out well-crafted stand-up, and you pricks, has got like a 1,000. 
Because people can't be asked to see. I get more views on crowd work than I do on stand-up More people have seen you. Yeah, I can't put crowd work up. I just can't bring myself to. More people have seen you moaning about comics not quitting than saw your well-crafted Edinburgh award-winning pilot. So maybe tell a story. (laughs) Right, anyway... Let's call it. Let, let, no, but it's, it's interesting that I appreciate it. Is, it's yeah, brilliant. I, and it's an, I do find what it you should do is take take inspiration from it because I, you're well, you're I'll, a brilliant comic and you're holding yourself back by not putting yourself out there. Well, that's why I'm I'm talking about it because I'm trying to think how would I do? I don't. I couldn't do that. I don't think I could do. Well, you this. can be a co. You well, can be not? another host. You, you've been two, twice. You've been on here. You've been brilliant. I haven't been brilliant today. Have I? Just oh, no, he hasn't been that good. But keeping your depression well hidden. <laughs> <laughs> And justifying Hitler. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I was saying. Right. Let's call it a podcast. On that, I found a very inspiration. Go and read the Rowie Manifesto. What was he going to say? I only can save it for he next time. He cut me off, didn't he? You can save it for next time. Simon, do you want come with me? Let's do a podcast now. You and me. Forget him. Don't look at him. Look at me. No, don't look at him. He'll turn you. Come on. Who's gonna Just do keep the, walking. Who's going to do the work? Who's going to do the work? Can I plug something? Course you can. I've <laughs> <laughs> got anything. <laughs> I forgot. Fine, Phil I'm Ellis. I, I am. I am Phil Ellis. <laughs> I'm Phil Ellis. I'll buy my fucking sitcom on Penguin Audio. You can do your Morrison's jingle. Have you got a sitcom on Penguin Audio books. Yeah, we've got the the three series. Do your Morrison's jingle. That I like. Before we go, are we done that at the gig on Friday? Did he oh, yeah, do it again? Works at Morrison's. Do it again. Yeah. Do it again. So the, the idea is, it's Morrison's jingle, okay? This is going out to all the CEOs of Morrison's. So we start off, it's got the guy out of Oliver that does the with the hat on and the stick who goes, more? So someone comes over and goes, is there more? And he goes, more? More? Morrison's, Morrison's, never before has a store offered more. <laughs> and you're like, you get the jingle, loads of fucking turkeys jingling down the aisle and carrots. You're four weeks till Christmas adverts come out. Well, two more, weeks probably. More, more reasons to shop at more reasons. What one's that to the tune of? Oh, it's just their old jingle. <laughs> you encourage him to do that and I never laughed when he done it. Morrison's, Morrison's. I like it. It's good, isn't it? Well, this is the last time he was here. Himself. Last time he was here, no. he never, he, he, he said, oh, I never got to do my jingle. And now he has. Great. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll clip that up and we'll send it to Morrison's. Um, <laughs> copyright Right, I appreciate everyone knows what to find you but tell them anyway uh, Adam Rowe Comedy on Twitter Adam Rowe Comedian on Instagram just Adam Rowe on Facebook and adamrowe.co.uk forward slash shows for tickets not an so anime I'm, I'm, man your tour is everywhere and adamrowe.co.uk to get tickets then yeah uh, yeah, it's th- I'm adding more and more as we as we can because I didn't like I missed loads of major cities off because yeah. I was just lazy with it because I'm doing it myself Yeah. so Aberdeen people are like where the fuck's Aberdeen I'm like oh, I'll, fa- I'll figure it out and Bristol and the, the very south like the further south I'm going to London and people are like why not any further that is Portsmouth yeah. you, sh- you should as as a scouser you should know that's annoying as fuck yeah like when people go oh yeah just, we'll just do a Manchester I'll do the north no it's not that it's just like I don't know anywhere in Bournemouth and Brighton's now yeah. not comedian anymore yeah, I get it. I get so, it. Mm. or not crater. So, yeah. it's just be, it's been hard to find a, the suitable size venue because I'm not doing thousand seaters. It's not like I can go to the the main theater of that city and go. Can I put yeah. a, a thing on in your two thousand? You have seater? to find the smallest. It, it, it's the it's the room. four five hundred seaters we're looking for. And first Lock of all, they're very highly room. in demand. And second of all, the the I don't know where they are. 
Altså, yeah. Larkin got a Bournemouth gear at seats of 400. Bournemouth has, but yeah, that's just a function in the minute. He wants a proper tour. Right. right, so, I don't know what to call UK tickets. Check out Have A Word, obviously. I'm pretty sure everyone who listens to this probably already listens to Have A Word. But if you don't, it's brilliant. Me and Simon have both been on it. It's a very good podcast. It is the inspiration for probably most podcasts you're listening to right now. Um, yeah, thanks for setting the way. Thanks for leading the way. Thanks for being on again, Phil. Can't wait Always to, a pleasure. Can't wait till you're on again. Right, ta-da. <laughs> Bye. See ya.
Yeah. So. When the couple's 